the NBA is back. The 2020-21 season is in full go. Um, official yesterday. We filmed this podcast around 4.30 p.m. Central Time yesterday, so about an hour and a half before the games tipped off. Um, I had my two great friends in the pod, J.R. Bull and Carlos Pajes. Um, so those guys are awesome to have on the pod. They bring very good insight. They're very entertaining, got great personalities, and they're just two of my really good buddies. Um, Carlos from Michigan loves the Pistons. Going to be a sad year for him. And JR has a lot of hope this year, maybe a potential playoff team in his uh, team for the Minnesota Timberwolves. So that will be something to look at. Um, this is going to be an exciting NBA season. I think the three of us are very excited um, for this season to come. I think there's going to be a lot of podcasts dropping uh, specifically about basketball with these guys. Um, so we'll probably do a lot of things in the future, maybe some over and unders on win totals, um, stuff like that. But for this pod specifically, uh, we got into different awards, our award predictions for this uh, for this upcoming season, the playoff teams who we think will be surprising teams, who we think will be kind of disappointments. We do that for the East and the West. So we want to we say who's going to be in the playoffs or not. We also gave our championship predictions. Um, so a lot of good stuff, a lot of predictions, a lot of insight. So I think this is a very exciting podcast for the viewers. Um, like always, you know, JR and Carlos love having them on. They're my two good buddies. So it's always a blessing and I'm always thankful for them to, to be on the podcast. So uh, let's get to it and enjoy this pod um, and hope for a great NBA season. Hopefully it doesn't cut short due to Corona and hopefully we can bust out these 72 games. So thank you. All right, so on this episode of the Sloppy Seconds podcast, we have JR and Carlos Pages uh, back on the show with us, back on the pod, and we're going to go through our predictions for the awards for the 2020-2021 season. Um, So we'll start off with MVP, and we'll have Jack Bowell lead us off. Everyone, uh, thanks, Jeremy, for having me again. Always a pleasure to be on the Sloppy Seconds podcast. I always jump on the opportunity when it's available for me. And uh, always always an honor to start off here with uh, the first prediction. So most valuable player this year, um, you know, many people thinking about Giannis again, defending champion last two years in a row. Uh, Bucks team arguably uh, increasing in their uh, championship value. But honestly, I think I got my eyes on Kevin Durant this year. He's been out, he's been out for what, like 600 days or something without playing an NBA game. He's coming back into a, incredibly talented team like warriors 2017 caliber talented team um mm-hmm. he's gonna obviously be resting uh, probably quite a lot especially uh beginning of the season due to that achilles in, uh, injury but i have a strong feeling he's gonna come back and pick off right where he left off um with an all-star point guard feeding him and they're gonna do some damage in the nba this year nice carlos Hey, everybody. Uh, Stand Carlos up. Here. Uh, thanks for having Stand me. up, Detroit. As always, Jer, um, hailing from Detroit, Michigan. Go Pistons. Can't wait for the season to start. Stand up, Detroit. Yes, sir. Uh, so, yeah, MVP. Um, I'm going to go with the safe pick, uh, the safe Vegas pick, um, for what I've been seeing. 
um, has improved every season and he's been in the league. I think he's just nice. going to take another leap. Nice. He has, um, and eventually he great, will be the best player picks, in the NBA. Uh, I'm going to go with Luka Doncic. Both, both the guys. Um, I actually had Luka uh, initially, but then I thought about it. I feel like the NBA for MVP is so narrative-based. Like, it's media. You can kind of kind of tell at the beginning of the year the trends, who's going to be MVP. Um, I think the trend is there for Luka. The story is there. But with Kristaps with out for the beginning of the season, and I think a lot of the teams in the West getting better, I don't know how high in the standings they'll finish. Mm-hmm. And I feel like standings is a big thing. And the fact that the Nets barely made the playoffs last year. So it wasn't like the Nets were a really good team. Kevin Durant's going to join, and they're still going to be a good team. Like, they missed the playoffs last year. So I think that helps them. I think Durant I, – so I picked Durant, obviously. Um, I think his his play style, he doesn't really depend on his athleticism as much as other guys that had got affected by Achilles injuries. So he the, his play in the play the preseason has looked really good. Um, mm-hmm. So I think that will help him, especially this season, to have Kyrie back. And especially he's going to be the alpha on the Nets team that has champ- championship aspirations, I think is going to help him push that narrative that he's back – a scoring champion is back, so I think that's going to help him win the MVP. I like so, it. So, the next one is oh, – go ahead, Carlos. Yeah, I mean – oh, no, I was just going to say, mm-hmm. yeah, I respect the pick. Uh, I personally just don't see Durant being the same player that he was. Um, you know, I think he's going to get his points. Like you said, like his play style isn't affected as much by that injury. I just don't think also with Kyrie Irving on that team, um, I don't know. I don't, I don't mm-hmm. see MVP out of him this year. I think he's going to be productive and he's going to put up his numbers because he's just a pure scorer. But will he be yep. the most valuable player on that team? That's a good point. I think um, uh, I think I, for sure. this to happen, I think Kyrie has to realize that he is not the alpha of this team. He's just one – he's like 1B to Durant's 1A. So I think Durant for this, for this to work out in – the way I'm, I'm seeing it is he has to be like close to where he was like on the Warriors, which I'm hoping he does and is super dominant. And then the Nets hopefully like finish with a top three seed, which I could see happening with the talent they have around him. So we'll see. And in Kyrie's okay. defense, I mean, he played in the Cavs next to, next to LeBron for winning multiple championships. Like he knows how to play with a, with a player who's obviously like a, has a, um, higher spotlight than he does. So I, I think it'll work better than people are saying. I have heard that a lot about Kyrie, though, so we'll see. Okay. Um, rookie of the year. Um, Carlos, do you, you want to start this one? Rookie of the year, you said? Yeah, I'm yeah. going to go with um, – I saw a report he will be in the starting lineup. Uh, I'm going to go with James Wiseman um, just because I think he's going to get a lot of time on Golden State. Obviously, a, he's a phenomenal passer in Steph Curry. Um, I think he's just going to get a lot of exposure on a, on a very competitive Golden State team that wants to win now. Um, like you said, a lot about the narrative, and I think I think Golden State is going to compete this year. And um, I think with the, the tools they have around him, obviously a, a phenomenal coach and Steve Kerr, um, I think Wiseman is my favorite for Rookie of the Year. Nice. J- JR? Yeah, I mean, it's hard for me not to pick Anthony Edwards uh, just because <laughs> – Fans might know, you know, all-star all uh, Timberwolves fan right here. But um, that being said, I really like the James Wiseman pick. There's just so much room for him to to break out this year as, as an amazing rookie. So much opportunity on that team. 
Um, and ha- yeah, I mean, having Steph Curry as your, as your point guard, um, that can make any player in the league look amazing too. So mm-hmm. yeah, I feel really, I feel really safe about that. Um, there's some good competition. It's hard to say. It's kind of a toss up this year. Yep. I agree. I, I, we're all in unison there. I think Wiseman as well. Um, I mean, the Warriors are probably going to be the best team of all these top rookies anyway. So they'll get, and they'll also have a lot of like, I feel like national exposure. So I feel like Wiseman, he's going to get starting minutes right away. Like I saw the same thing as you, Carlos. That's the reason why I put that because I saw you starting right away. <laughs> so I think he'll, I think he can do solid like 15, 15 and seven, 15 and eight. If he, if he does that and the Warriors are a good, like a, a solid top of the half in the standings in the West, I think he'll can win rookie of the year easy. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't know if like just in uh speaking of other rookies too like Lamelo Ball is obviously what one that a lot of people would pick as their as their choice there but mm-hmm. I I mean I know it's preseason uh, everybody says preseason doesn't matter but you know there's a game where he went I think like one for ten there's a game with zero points like yep. eight assists I'd like to see some solidity out of the, out of his uh, offense and I mean and and the thing is that in his defense too is like that team's gonna be. Uh, sort of revolved around him once he makes it to the starting lineup. Like he's going to be in control of their offense heavily. Mm-hmm. So he needs a lot of opportunity to really um, show the league that he deserves that, that um, award, but I don't know. Yep. I agree. I think he's, I'm afraid with him that he might have like the Lonzo inconsistency scoring the rock. Like he'll have those games where he'll get like zero points. Like Lonzo <laughs> did his rookie year, which would be like shit yeah. my fucking self. And that's what I'm fucking scared of, like, because he'll have, he'll definitely have like those those wow moments mm-hmm. that will be all over fucking ESPN. Yeah, like those no look, like uh, those no look breakaway passes, or like yeah. or behind the back. Those were sweet. But then you look at the lineup; he's zero points, eight assists, yeah. one rebound. His shooting like, is oh. definitely a question mark yeah. as well. Oh yeah, it's tough. He needs to exactly. improve that. Like especially if the Hornets aren't even finished, if they don't make the playoffs too. That'll be like they they're they're fighting for like the nine eight like the eight seed in the ninth place. So mm-hmm. we'll see. Like we'll see how good they do. I, I don't know also when he'll get into the starting lineup. If we see if preseason tells you anything, he's coming off the bench. Mm-hmm. So we'll see like how long hey, that even goes. If even hey, what's with the these lineup. what's with these ball brothers in their in their whack jump shots? What's what's Lavar teaching them over there in the Hills? <laughs> dude, I don't dude, I don't fucking know. That's what's got to be Lavar. I, I want to know. I I I, I don't know how. I mean, I, you know me. I love the Ball family. He's great. Obviously, your dad gets three three boys potentially Sorry, in the NBA. Like he has to be doing something, right? Sorry, Jella. Fuck you, Carlos. <laughs> fuck Detroit. Honestly, we don't we don't fuck with Detroit anymore after that. But um, he like, how do you not adjust that? You know what I mean? Like, I, I feel like that's basketball one one. Like, get a, they got a all the resources to have like a very good shooting coach, I'm sure, and they just <laughs> they yeah. just choose not to. So. <laughs> that just that boggles my mind. So we'll see. But this this is a good segue into most improved. So I'll leave this one off. My most improved player is Lonzo Ball. He is going to be mm. back at it after the fucking bubble performance. He he tweeted something where he was like, "Yeah, post my stats next year after Bleacher Report roasted the fuck out of him for averaging like five points in the bubble." So I I want this guy to be aggressive. I'm putting my chips on the table. You guys know Jr. and Carlos know me personally. I always talked about Lonzo. I talked him up. I hyped him up. This is the year he's going to do it. He's going to hopefully average 15, 7, and 8. Pelicans make the playoffs, hopefully. And Lonzo Ball backs up Brandon Ingram, back-to-back Pelicans players, most improved player. Love that. Hey, correct me if I'm wrong, because I honestly – I don't know I don't know if I misread this. Didn't the Pelicans, like, opt not to 
uh, not to um, extend his contract or something today? Or what did um, they, they missed the deadline, so they didn't uh, agree on a deal. My, I, I'm assuming they probably gave him an offer that he didn't, that was lower than he what he wanted. So he's betting on himself, <laughs> quote unquote. Um, so that's what maybe another incentive for him to play fucking well. His only fucking problem is he's, he's a mental block. Like he's the type of guy that he's six six, doesn't use his body. He, he just he's like me, dude. You, when I go to the rec, I just run around the three point line. And I don't fucking <laughs> think about going inside. But he's six six. Wait, so I'm five my ten. my like, thing with on. that is, isn't he competing with Eric Bledsoe now for minutes? They're they're starting okay, together. Interesting. So Lonzo, so Lonzo's big. Um, see, casuals don't understand this, but Lonzo's big. Um, asset to the Pelicans is when he's on the court with Zion, Zion is much okay. better on offense, like efficiency wise points. Um, the whole team just is facilitated better with Lonzo on the court, at least last year under that shit system, but it was still, the numbers don't lie. Um, but when he was off the court, the team was worse defensively. Zion's numbers plummeted. So if Zion's like their, their franchise guy and they're desperately, they desperately need him to do well. Like Lonzo is the best guard to play with them. Yeah, I agree so I that. think he, he has that like, I guess that chip, that that trump card, so to, to get opportunity at least. So uh, whoever wants to go, Jr. You can go next. Uh, I got two that are tied, so I want Carlos to go. I don't want to take one. I also had I also had another one, but we can talk about. I can talk about All right, yeah, I, I'll go. Um, I'm gonna pick my guy. I'm also my favorite team, second favorite team, obviously to the Pistons in the NBA. Um, I'm really high on this guy. Had a insane playoff run i also think he's a dark horse for mvp but maybe i'm just overly confident in him um and i'm gonna go with jamal murray um i love jamal murray's play style i think he's on a perfect system um love michael malone i think having jokic as a as a teammate is obviously phenomenal with um a passing big man and like you said the the narrative is also very important um i think the nuggets are gonna have a, a great regular season as they always do and, yeah, I just think that playoff mm-hmm. run was a, was a statement to the NBA that Jamal Murray is here. Um, I think he's improved every year in the league, and I, I just think he's, um, you know, the future of that franchise is going to be there for a while, and this is his year. I think he's going to explode. Get ready. I like that pick a lot, Carlos. Uh, he, was, he was one of my, my thoughts in this pick. But I think one that we're, we're glossing over here is – the potential of Zion Williamson this year. Uh, I don't know if you've watched him in preseason, but he's having like 30 and 10 games. He's fixed his free throw problems. He's shooting like 80% or more from free throw. I think he was 10 for 11 the other night. Um, seems to have improved upon his biggest flaws uh, by the end of last season. I mean, obviously he was scary last year, but I think he's going to come in this year and just have like an insane stat line. Um, I, I think it, it might not even be a contest uh, by the end of the season with what Zion has the potential to produce. So I guess I guess my question with um, that is: Is he like considered eligible because, um, or not maybe eligible, but like would they consider him because he was out for so long? Like, does that can you really count him as like most improved if he was like he didn't really have a lot to prove, a lot of time to prove himself last season? I think you question. can. I think you can because. If someone were to miss because of injury and they came okay. back, you could still win it. That's fair. Mm-hmm. So I think I think they can get like it to him. That's a good lot. pick, though. Um, My especially, other pick was – oh, go ahead. Sorry, Jeremy. Especially if they don't, if they don't give him a minutes restriction. Like, they, they coddled him. They coddled him last year. Like, he came to – well, and, and it's his fault, too. They, he came to the bubble out of shape. He was fat. <laughs> like, 
I, I saw those Instagram things of him working out and shit, and I, I was really excited. I, I thought we were gonna do it. And this guy couldn't make it up the at, pack up the floor on defense. He would like do a layup, he'd fall, and then he wouldn't even try to get back on fucking defense against Utah. So if he he's in shape, they 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 don't restrict his minutes. I think that's a great, lose some weight. A great pick. My other pick, my other pick, I, I think maybe is more likely to win the award just based on how the most improved player award works, which is Michael Porter Jr. Mm-hmm. Um, I love Michael Porter Jr. For one, I love the Nuggets. Uh, I loved all, him last season, even with his inconsistencies. But um, MIP likes to go to players who kind of come out of nowhere. I think like Pascal Siakam right. when he won. Um, MPJ definitely improved at the near the end of the season. He definitely played really well in the bubble. Um, I mean, it dipped a little bit, but you know they're going to give uh, minutes to guys who are a little bit more experienced in a uh, playoff uh, playoff scenario. But he got his three point shot up to I think like forty two percent by the end of the season. Um, he might come out and be uh, the you know number two option on that team um, next to Jamal Murray next year. I mean, honestly, th- that team is already stacked. But I feel really really good about it. I him. love that pick. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one too. I, I my other pick was Christian yes, Wood. Sir. Um, mm-hmm. I think he if he I that's I thought that's what I thought you were gonna say first, Carlos. But uh, when you said yeah, when you said my guy, <laughs> but um, on Houston he would be good. Uh, stretch four. Um, it would James Harden pick and roll, pick and pop. I think he can uh, play really well, especially if they try to do small ball. He could extend out, play next to Demarcus Cousins. It can both. I think they fit well together. Um, so I think Christian Wood would be. Also a good candidate for most improved. Christian Wood but, was um, like unanimously decided as the biggest sleeper in fantasy basketball this year. So that, yeah. that definitely yeah, says like something a, too. Just a side yep. note, I was looking at uh, PERs the other day, and I'm pretty sure Christian Wood was like top 15 in mm-hmm. the NBA last season or something crazy. Wow. Beast. Animal. Former he's so low profile too. He, he's a perfect yeah. guy to win that award. That's true. That's true. Okay. So moving on to sixth man. Ooh. Um JR, if you want to start this one. Yeah, all right. All right, right get ready for this one. Um, so this is a guy I like a lot. Um, he's faced some adversity, heavy, heavy adversity over the last couple months. But he has an opportunity to be insane this year. Um, he surprised people last year. His name is Malik Beasley. He okay. got traded to the Timberwolves. Double down uh, on it. He got traded, off of the, traded to the Timberwolves last year because um, he, you know, didn't really have a, a – the ability to play a heavy role in his previous team comes into the, comes into the wolves on a team with towns being injured, D'Lo being injured for part of the season. And he's putting up huge numbers, looking so good, consistently shooting above 40%. Um, he absolutely grinds on the floor. He's already said he's trying to make a run for a defensive first team position this year, which I mean, I don't know how likely that'll be, but I'd, I'd love to see that he's trying. Mm-hmm. Um, very likely that he will not be starting and then he'll come off the bench as like a high volume six man, like a Lou William type of player due to Lou Williams, sorry, uh, due to Rubio's new addition to the team. So, and Anthony Edwards, uh, there's a lot of room on the guard slot to, on the guard positions to start on the Timberwolves roster. And Millie Beasley just makes sense to be the guy that comes off the bench and puts up very high numbers. So I think he will be a strong candidate for this award. Okay. Wasn't did he not did he was he not the starter in, in preseason or is it because of like uh he, like he was the starter but 
I don't see that going forward, at least in the long term, as Anthony Edwards wasn't starting yet and he was playing well. I could see him moving to the starting lineup. I could also see Rubio easily moving to the starting lineup just because the defensive uh, presence he brings to the players around him, I think, is likely just because the rest of the guys in the starting lineup don't really have uh, the defense to hold the fort down. Gotcha. That makes sense. He's He's been playing well this season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that's a good pick. Uh, for my pick, I had uh... – Danilo Gallinari to the Hawks. Um, he's going to come off the bench. and I, But I was watching his preseason – because I was thinking about drafting him in fantasy. That's why I was so invested. Um, but he he was getting like thir- in the 30s for minutes, low 30s. So I think if he gets that time, he could play. Um, he can make some good – make a good run with the team because they're trying to make the playoffs this year. Yeah, and he has good experience. They have a lot of young wings that maybe they'll, they'll lose time to Danilo. And he was a, a baller. Like when he was with uh, the Thunder last year, he was like sometimes like the go-to scorer in, in clutch situations. Mm-hmm. So I think if he, if the Hawks make some noise, like they 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 threaten for like the eighth seed or something like that, like I think they could he could easily try to get that award and get it done for them. Yeah, I like that pick. Yeah, um, this is an award that I'm just I'm never like it's so hard to predict. I feel like because like you really have no way to predict it. Um, so I'm kind of split on this one. Mm-hmm. Um, my picks, I'd say, are going to be uh, Spencer Dinwiddie. He's the one I'd probably feel the strongest about just because that Brooklyn team is going to be so good. Okay. Um, I think they're going to dominate the, in the East. And he's going to – I just think he was very good and, and like, productive when, um, when they were still bad. So coming, him coming off the bench, I think he could start for a lot of teams. So I think uh, he's probably my safest pick. Um, I could also see Tyler Hero. Um, I don't know if he's going to be starting in that Heat lineup. So I think, uh, you know, that he only had a small sample size, obviously, in that playoff run. But I, I liked a lot what I saw from him. And I think if he comes off the bench, um, he can be really productive for that for that Heat team. Yeah, I like the Dinwiddie pick. Um, it's kind of funny, too, because I don't know who's going to be starting on that roster. I guess we'll find out um, – today but uh Karis Levert could also be a guy that has is a running for six man like they, they have some depth on that team it's crazy yeah yeah um, it is crazy it's wild yeah and then with Hero I wouldn't be surprised if he ends up taking over Duncan Robinson's spot on that starting lineup this I year I could see that maybe I'm off about that like I, I feel like in the in the playoffs when Tyler's on the floor like the team was scoring way but I mean I don't know what the defensive difference is between the two guys but like Duncan just felt like a, a lesser Tyler hero all playoffs. I also have a, a really biased mm-hmm. hot they take were... uh, six man candidate um, because I, I just love the guy. Um, no, no, I'm not going to say, Don't say, gonna say uh, Luke Kennard because I think um, <laughs> he just got paid. He just got paid. Oh yeah. Play. Yeah. And he got I don't know. I think, contract, I, think yeah. I arguably think he's the third or fourth best player on that Clippers roster. He's such a, an efficient shooter. And I think in that Clippers system, he's going to mesh really well. Um, so I don't know. I think he's a dark horse for me because I love the guy so much. That's that's a good point. I, Luke, I like Luke Kennard too. Well, he's kind of like a it, it, can he can he dribble? Like can he create for his own? Or yeah. is he kind of like a he can like create. A spot for, up he can create. Like Clay Thompson, isn't he? Oh. Okay, cool. Yeah, that's a, that's a good that's a good that's a good dark horse. Then I didn't really think about that, but you <laughs> have that the, the Detroit insider, so you know. Um, <laughs> So, uh, moving on, um, 
Let's go defensive player of the year. Uh, I'll go. I'll lead the. I'll lead it on this one. I have Anthony Davis. I think he was arguably the best defender last year, um, especially in, in the postseason. Uh, so I know they awarded it before the postseason, but Anthony Davis was dominant, um, anchoring the paint for the Lakers. So I think this year, especially if maybe LeBron rests a little bit more, Anthony Davis leads the team. I think he can carry them a little bit, especially on the defensive end. So I think the narrative is there. So I, I'm going to go with Anthony Davis. Yeah, um, I'm going to go with a safe pick here. Um, I think he's already won twice. Uh, I'm going to go with Rudy Gobert, uh, mainly because he just got a fat contract, nice. and I think he's got somebody. He's got something to prove. Um, that is very fat. fat, very very fat contract. Fucking um, huge. And yeah, I mean, he he has the numbers proven every season. He's always in the running. So I just think this this contract is just going to mm-hmm. light a fire under him even more and. Um, I mean, I also could see a voter fatigue with that. So I could see where he, he ends up losing. Um, but I feel just confident with uh, with that contract and in, in his ability. So for me, I'm going with more of like a sleeper pick, I guess. I'm thinking Bam Adebayo's got a shot at it this year. He, I think he yes. was second team all defense yeah. last year. He's improved every year. Uh, he, he's young, so he's, he won't be resting at all. He is absolute grinder on the court. Um, so, I mean, I think he's got a really good show. I mean, he's going to win it eventually. I think that's without a doubt. Uh, it just depends on when he makes that jump and, and voters, I think are going to be excited to vote for him. Uh, just get that man an award. Everybody likes Bam Adebayo. So I think he's got a good shot at it. Um, AD and Rudy definitely do as well. Maybe Giannis is going to steal it one more time, but it's going to be a close one. I think there. Yeah, I think that's a great pick. I had Bam too originally, but I I changed my mind at the last second. Bam is good, especially if the Heat. I mean, obviously their their players are a lot of them are really young, mm-hmm. so they're looking looking for them to take the next step. But I don't know if they added that who they really added in in free agency that could make a difference. So I feel like maybe they have to rely on Bam's like defense a lot. So that will be yeah the big, his like, defense moment. His defense got them to. I mean, obviously played a part, not fully, but his defense helped them get to where they got in the playoffs or the finals last year. Like, he was, he was able to defend guys that very few others in the league were able to. And, I mean, he looked mm-hmm. nice. I'm excited to watch yeah. him this year. Hopefully he's healthy because I know he had that shoulder thing. Still not better but, than Drummond. Uh, it was a quick turnaround of the season, but mm-hmm. <laughs> that's, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, for the viewers, for the viewers, there is a, there is a point at the, at the All-Star break uh, last season where – People were really high on Bam Adebayo, and Carlos and I uh, st- stood strong in our beliefs that Andre Drummond was a better franchise player than, um, uh, or yeah, Andre Drummond was a better franchise player than Bam Adebayo. So we, <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, admit I'll admit that I was wrong. I don't know what Carlos will, <laughs> but uh, I love, I, I just loved the seventeen and fifteen from Drummond. I, I, I was just oh, trying. Yeah. Okay, so the next one is Coach of the Year. Um, yeah, Carlos, um, you want to that go one with, off? Um, my team. Um, or I guess my second favorite team, uh, Michael Malone. Um, I just think the Nuggets always play so well in the regular season every year. Nice. Um, and although the West is very loaded, they, they're just one of those teams that produces well in the, um, during the regular season, they have such a good team that's just meshing so well together. And um, yeah, I don't know, not a lot explanation. I just think Michael Malone, he, I think he was a nominee last year. Um, just a, a great coach in general. I really like um, his style. Nice. 
JR. So, admittedly, I don't know a lot about how the Coach of the Year award is given out, but a name that comes to mind uh, potentially is Rick Carlisle. I think he he's won in the past, but I think he's uh, he's got a he's got a shot this year, especially if Porzingis can um, come back early. I think he's set to come back in January, but if he can come back early and produce well, and that team's able to make it to like the four seed in their uh, conference, which I think is definitely possible, um, he's got a shot at it. Mm-hmm. I think for me, I had two. I was really torn on, and they're both kind of like sleeper picks. Um, and it kind of really depends on where they finish. If if they make the playoffs and where they are in the standings in the West, one was Monty Williams from Phoenix. Mm-hmm. Um, so if they make if they make that jump and they become like a like a middle of the pack in the playoff seating in the West, I feel like they can give it to him. He I don't he's never won it, right? I'm pretty sure he's never won it. So I feel like that could be a new face they can give their award to. No voter fatigue there. And if, if they're somewhat of a contender, that would be a great thing. And the other one for me is obviously a little biased. Yes, I love Lonzo Ball, Pelican, Stan Van Gundy. <laughs> um, if they – shout out Carlos again. If uh, if they make the playoffs and they're way better and and it's because Zion Williamson gets minutes. And they know they got some new pieces, but um, their, their main course is still – is basically there so if they make a big a big run or make the playoffs as like a six seven or eight or six or seven seed i feel like he could potentially win it especially in a loaded west because it's not like the, the six or seven seeds in the west are gonna have like mid pat or like mediocre records they're gonna probably be like at least 10 or 11 so jerry so i take it you were um, a fan of that higher so i feel like those are two stan van gundy yeah um yeah, I I I like I I think he's a good coach as long as he's not getting GM See, I, privileges. I like that hire. I think he I I think he's fine. The problem is though is if he I heard rumors that he wasn't super high on Lonzo and he might just try to make people spot up shooters, which I'm a little worried of. But it, it looks so far in the preseason looks like it's pretty good. Here's so. a question: uh, Brooklyn Nets, let's say they get the number one seed in the East. Does Steve Nash have a shot at coach of the year? Or will he be viewed as a, you know, I don't even know what the word That's is. A, yeah. It's just a pawn. A pawn, a pawn in, in Kyrie Irving's plan. In Kyrie's words. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what I was, that's what I was thinking, dude. I, I, I thought Steve Nash too, but if they finish, like, I, I don't know. I feel like there's just so many other like surprising teams. Like I think people are expecting the Nets to contend for a championship. So they'll be like, yeah. they might not give it to him. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I really don't know because I... they would have to get first in the East for him to win and they'd have to be like in the finals, I think. Yeah. It's like a tie. It's like Ty Lue. Like if the Clippers finish yeah, right. top th- like top three or like, would they, or like number one or like two, would they give it to him? You know what I mean? Did Ty Lue ever have a uh, shot when he was at, when LeBron was winning on the cast? Did he have, was he ever close to getting that award? From what I, from what I've seen, I, uh, I, I think the NBA really values like regular season performance. Cause like what Nick nurse and the Raptors, like they, yeah. they had a really good regular season. Budenholzer um, mm-hmm. two years ago, uh, Dwayne Casey on the Raptors a few years ago, like just guys that like their teams like dominated in the regular season, but they don't always, yeah, they don't always pan out in the playoffs. I guess they don't really well. care about that. I guess they right, vote before yeah. the playoffs even finish. So that wouldn't even be a, Setting factor, would it? Fun fact: Byron Scott has won a Coach of the Year. Shocking, <laughs> actually. Um, okay, so the next thing, the next segment, if you want to get into it, is our predictions in the the East and West. Who's going to make the playoffs? 
Um, if you want, you can get into it, the exact seating that you have. I'll, I'll do it for mine. Um, and we can talk yeah. about what you guys agree like and disagree, if that's cool. Okay. So for the East, for me, I have Milwaukee yep. as the one seed. They've always been a good regular season team. I think I like the additions of Drew Holiday. They got some good forwards. Um, they got Bobby Portis, who I don't really care about. Like, I don't think he's that great, but he's a tough guy. Um, good role player. As long as he's not, like the Knicks, he's not one of your best players. The Bulls, like, you're fine. Um, they also have – they also got a – didn't they get a guard that's pretty good? Oh, they got um, DJ Augustine, who's not bad. Uh, can't really defend anyone. Can't defend to save his life, but as, like, a scoring off the bench kind of guy, that's kind of good. So yeah. I had Milwaukee at one. I had Brooklyn at two. I had 76ers at three, Heat at four. I'm down on the Celtics. I have them at five. Pacers at six, Wizards at seven. So I had the Wizards making the playoffs with Westbrook and Beal leading them. And then I have Wait, Orlando. Did you have Atlanta in your playoffs? Wow. Wow. I did not okay. have Atlanta in the playoffs. Hmm. I, 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 st- I still think they have a little bit. I mean, they, they, they get Capella. So that's going to be interesting. But I, I feel like a large part of their core might be too young. And I think the Magic are pretty good. Like, I like Vucevic. Um, Fultz just got paid. I, I'm not – like, I don't think he's a, a scrub. So, I think he can go. I think Cole Anthony can play a little bit. It sucks that Jonathan Isaac got hurt. Yeah, that does but, suck. Um, I have Orlando at eight. That's a team, though, that I'm not really confident in is, is at all, though. That can go – that can go them, Hornets, Hawks – Something right there. I, I don't even. I didn't even think. I don't even think of putting the Bulls there. To be honest, though, I, I don't even. I just don't see it. I, I like <laughs> the Billy Donovan, but I just. I don't know. I think their pieces aren't as good as people think Pat they Williams. are, or the Bulls fans think Future. they are. Yep. But uh, I like that pick, though. Yeah. Um, I didn't. Did you guys... Well, I, I can roughly. I didn't prepare um, a seating, but I can probably roughly say it. Um, mine was very similar to yours. Um, Bucks number one. Like you said, very good in the in the regular season. Um, I have Nets at two. Um, I'd say Celtics at three. Uh, I know you said you're mm-hmm. down on them, but I just think Brad Stevens is a very good coach. Um, Jason Tatum just continues to get better every season. I think mm-hmm. he's going to continue that. So, ah, excuse me, towards the second half of the season, um, Jason Tatum just looked so dominant. And if he can mm-hmm. start from the season at that level, I think they're they're still going to be able to compete. So I had uh, you know, Milwaukee, Brooklyn, Boston, um, Miami, and I'm going to go Sixers, um, Raptors, Pacers. Oh, you forgot the you forgot the oh, Raptors. I forgot the fucking Raptors. <laughs> okay, okay. Fuck. Yeah, take out yeah, Orlando. Um, <laughs> very similar, like just a good regular season team. Nick Nurse, phenomenal coach. Um, they didn't really lose, or well, I guess they did lose some guys. They did lose guys, but. Um, I think Kyle Lowry and Fred Van Fleet and OG and Anobi, the future, and Siakam. Uh, that's just a good good unit yep. right there. Um, and then I'm going to go – so I had Raptors at six. I'm going to go Pacers at seven um, just because I think I'm banking on Aladipo having a good nice. comeback here. Um, I'm really rooting for the guy. I love Aladipo. Um, they got Brogdon, Miles Turner, uh, Sabonis, just mm-hmm. a lot of solid good guys. Um so I think they're gonna they're gonna make a playoff run, and then for my eighth pick, um, I'm gonna have to disagree with you. I do think I'm very high on Atlanta. Um, we haven't gotten to that yet, but I, I'm very high on Atlanta this year. They added a lot of good pieces, veteran pieces, uh, Bogdanovich, Rondo, 
Trey Young is just improving so much. He's just a great player. Um, Cam Reddish, I think he, people are sleeping on my boy Cam Reddish. And uh, John Collins, phenomenal player. So I, th- I think Atlanta is going to compete. I, I really like their team. I think they have a really bright future ahead of them. And the pieces that they got, um, I think they're going to make the playoffs. I have Wizards probably right outside that bubble um, just because, yeah, they got Westbrook. But I'm very I'm very anti-Westbrook. I've never been a fan of him. I, I don't think you ever win a championship with Westbrook on your roster personally. Um, and then I have Orlando after Washington. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. I don't know. I like – see, the thing with – the I think the Wizards with a Beal, Westbrook, they have some nice – Denny. Uh, some other guys that I think they're okay. Like, I feel great like Denny, Denny Avija is, I feel like, going to be a good rookie. Mm-hmm. Um, great pick. Um, Thomas Bryant was okay. Like, they have some guys there that they can kind of help them. I think, like, a pick and roll with Westbrook with – uh, Thomas Bryant, he was okay on the Lakers. Like I kind of liked him on the Lakers. Like low key, he's nothing special, but is a solid player. Um, but I could see what your your short two week contract. Team. Also, Cassius Winston's on their team. Need him to make it. It's need a Carlos. It's a Carlos guy. It's a Carlos guy. I, I'm showing support. <laughs> I'm showing support for show Carlos. And you didn't even support them <laughs> yourself. That's kind of bogus. That's a, that is bogus. Okay, Jr. Any thoughts? Uh, yeah, mine's really similar to Carlos. I got Nets number one. A lot of faith. Um, a lot of faith in Steve one, Nash. I think they're winning the championship. I already placed okay. my future bets down. Wow, a lot of faith. Yeah, you know, Steve Nash, Coach of the Year, KD MVP, um, Nets championship. That team is incredibly Harris, talented. Six man of the year. Their mm-hmm. depth is unreal. Karis Levert, Dinwiddie, already talked about it. Uh, Joe Harris is oh, starting wow. now, apparently. <laughs> due to uh, that's what they at least tonight. Um, yeah, I mean, one of the best three point shooters in the league. That team is dangerous. Uh, if they can just figure out how to play together, I mean, they haven't really played with a fully healthy roster yet, so they can all figure out how to play together well and you know get things uh, smoothed out quickly. Um, this team question, is going to be good. Though. What do do you think this is going to be their roster at the end of, at the end of the year, or do you think they're going to trade some of these young guys for a, a, a third star? You know, what? I don't think they need to. This Nets team has made the playoffs the last couple of years with mm-hmm. these young guys and solely with their depth, their depth has brought them to the playoffs. Um, and they've shown that they can actually, you know, compete and play well together. I, I think that their depth is one of their strongest or one of their biggest strengths. Um, third to trade that away and make a, a front, uh, even stronger, you know, starting, starting lineup, heavy team. It would hurt them because like that starting lineup can already compete with the Lakers. They can already compete with uh, the bucks, you know, like mm-hmm. that depth, their bench is going to win them a championship. Yeah. I think. I think they're crazy. Yeah, I agree with you. Like, um, who would they trade other than Harden? Who would they trade for? Right with that with those yeah, pieces. Like, I, and, I, I don't even do know you really want Harden ones. on that team? Like, no, you you, would you, like like with those other two ball dominant guys. Yeah, you don't, so. you don't need another ball dominant guy, especially. Yeah, exactly. So we'll see. I think that team shouldn't trade anybody. I think they should do what they're doing as long as you know things are going semi according to plan. If they make the playoffs, I think they're chilling. They have two guys with championship experience. Yep. Good one point. with finals MVP experience. So we'll see close up Milwaukee. Um, you know, Giannis, I, I don't really know if I love um, how front heavy their roster is, but you know, mm-hmm. that teams like that teams that are built like that win championships quite often. So I can't say that. Um, 
Miami's, I think, going to be three. Bam Adebayo's only getting better this year. Um, that team learned really how to really play well together in the playoffs. Um, they fooled everybody by making the finals. I think they're going to do that again this year. Maybe not the finals, but uh, in the regular season, really uh, show that they can be a top three team in the East. Boston, a close fourth, um, just because they're Boston. They have a great team. Tatum's getting better. Taylor Brown's getting better. Uh, Philly, if Ben Simmons and Embiid can stay healthy, both of them together, the majority of the season, they could definitely make it higher on that list, but keeping them around five just because of their in- injury proneness. Um, and then I had, and let's not forget, we got this ninth, tenth uh, seed play-in games for the eighth seed, or no, no, eight, nine oh, play-in they're, games. They're right? doing that again? Yeah, they're doing it again this year. So wow. um, that's really going to ha- let some some of those lower teams compete. So I think no matter what, it'll be Toronto, uh, Pacers, and Hawks for the same reasons that Carlos gave before. And then I think for that play-in game, I do think the Magic will be, will be uh, included there. Uh, Aaron Gordon's getting a lot better. And then, you know, the rest of that roster is, has some young guys that are developing really fast. I think they have a good shot. San Antonio else. Wait, no, San Antonio's in the West. Um, Bulls, maybe. We'll see. So so how does that playoff thing go? The 9 and 10 seeds play each other? Is uh, the, the 9 and 10 play for to get to play the number 8? No, wait, no. The, the seed goes to the 8 seed? It might be the 8 and 9 playing for the 8 seed. Okay, like how it was in the bubble. Let me check. Yeah, I think it's how it was in the bubble. Let me just double check that while while uh, we're talking. But okay, yeah, that's a that's a good that's a good standings. I guess I didn't say who I thought Whoa. was like come out of the East. For me, I think it's the Seventy Sixers. Um, I think the Seventy Sixers. Yeah, that's if that's a surprise. Yeah, I I'm really high on Daryl Morey as a GM. I think he's he's ballsy. He makes the like moves no matter what to make his team better. Um. I like what they did. They got rid of Horford. That was just like a, a clog in the lane for Embiid. They got rid of Horford's contract. They got back Danny Green. Um, they got some shooters. They got Seth Curry. So I think with Doc Rivers as well, I think Brett Brown really didn't know what he was doing, honestly. Um, I, I don't think he could find the rotations to put Ben Simmons and Embiid in, in spots for them to both succeed. Simmons is one of the best defensive players in the league as well. So if he just expand, and I, I know everyone says that every year, and it's easier said than done, is get some sort of jump shot where they have to cover mm-hmm. him. Like, even if it's like a 15-footer, like fucking Jason, Jason Kidd-esque where you don't even jump, just, or Brooke Lopez, you just fucking flick your wrist and it goes in. Like, just something like that. That, that would just open up so much uh, avenues for them. So I think it could be done with Doc Rivers. I, I'm not obviously – I'm not – I don't. I think Doctor Riz is obviously a little overrated, but he is a championship coach. I, I think he's a big improvement over Brett Brown. So I think for me, I had the 76ers coming out of the East. I'd like to see that. It depends so much on injuries, though. But yeah, I do like it. So, so you I, had Nets. I, I, figured, I figured out the, how the play and for playoff play and format is. It's kind of kind of cool, actually. So seventh and eighth seed um, will play a game to earn the seventh seed spot. Mm-hmm. And then the ninth and 10th seeded teams will play uh, and have to win two consecutive games to win a playoff spot. And then the winner of the nine, 10 game will play the winner of the loser of the seven, eight game for the eighth seed. So there really is a chance for the 10th seed to make the playoffs this year, but at the end wow. of the regular season, which is really exciting for the Timberwolves and the Bulls. Yeah. I didn't know that, so that changes a lot of things. I wonder if this will 
you think this is going to be a constant or this is just only because of COVID? It's probably because of COVID because they're expecting so many guys to be out. But honestly, like, I, people really liked it last year in the bubble. I know that obviously it's a special situation and it will be again this year, but I, I liked how it worked. I, I would like to it's see this happening in the future. Yeah, it's more interesting, definitely. Okay, cool. So um, we'll go to the West really quick. For me, the West, I feel like it's pretty traditional. Um, nothing too shaky, only a couple things. So obviously, I had for me, I had Denver at one, a great regular season team. Jokic Murray, uh, I think Porter Jr. is going to take the next step. Um, so I think they're going to be number one seed, great coach. Lakers at two, especially if LeBron and AD are resting a little bit more. Um, I know they got some great new bench players for them too, so they'll be fine. So I have them at two. I have Clippers at three. Um, they're one of the teams I'm kind of a little down on, though, honestly. Um, th- I think they need a lot. I think I think Sergi Baco is a great addition over Montrez Harrell. Montrez Harrell against Denver, Denver basically in the playoffs was unplayable. Mm-hmm. Uh, he couldn't defend anybody. He wouldn't get rebounds, and he was supposed to be the big man, the tough guy, and he wasn't doing anything. So I think Ibaka there could help them in that front. But the thing that uh, I think the Clippers need is a point guard, uh, a guy that could run the show. Patrick Beverly is a good defensive player, but he's not like a run-the-offense type guy. I, I think Kawhi plays better off the ball than being a primary playmaker and trying to set everyone up. So I think they need another point guard. I don't think this is they're going to be their complete roster. Oh, no, I think they'll make it. a move to get maybe a potential D-Rose. Sorry, totally Carlos. Um, okay, yeah, cool. I would, I would like That's to right. see that too. Carl, down. Carlos is, is in the rebuilding stages, so he's down, he's fine with it. Um, so, so I have Utah at four. I have Portland at five. I have the Mavericks at six. The thing here is it's interesting is Houston. I don't know what's going to happen with James Harden. Um if they do trade him, I think it's going to be to the 76ers more than it is to Brooklyn. So I think if they get Ben Simmons, and I think Ben Simmons would be part of that haul. So I think if Houston gets Ben Simmons with Simmons, Wall, and Cousins, I think they could still be viable for a seventh or eighth seed. So I have Houston at seven, and then I had the Suns at eight. And that's what hurt me because I, I left the Pelicans out as of right now. But the Pelicans could be playing for that play-in seed as well at the nine or ten. Um, so that uh, that just made me sad. I, I just don't think maybe the Pel- the Pelicans are there yet with Zion. Hopefully Zion, like you said, Jr. takes those steps. But I'm a little worried. So for me, I have the ch- my championship prediction is the Lakers for 76ers. I love that. It's going to be my finals matchup. Mm. Um, oh, go ahead, Jerry. I like that. So okay, are you, you um, go first, Carlos. Yeah, I guess we're so like going you said, like the West is the other more um, but my hot take, well, maybe not a hot take, is I don't even think that Houston will be in the top ten um, by the end of the, by the end of the season because I'm banking on Harden getting dealed before March, wow. and then after that, you know, I think it'll just fall apart. So I think they'll be, I think they'll be fringe um, playoff, whatever, until March. Yeah, he's going to get moved. I think he's just not happy. It's just not going to work out well with their team. Yeah, Harden, Harden wants to go to the strip clubs. So, it is toxic yeah, in that's, Houston that's right gonna, now. So bad. Hey, and let's not forget, hey, I don't know, Carlos, I don't know if you saw this. There was a tweet I saw today. I sent it in um, a group chat. I know Jeremy's in for our fantasy basketball league, but it was a report saying yeah. Rockets players' early sign of tension in recent days included James Harden oh, throwing gosh. a basketball at a rookie, setting the stage yep. for the Houston to tip off. <laughs> the season on Wednesday. It's, yeah, Jesus. and we're all joking. It sounds like the Jimmy Butler, like you yeah. me, uh, practice Just gonna shit that happened a couple years ago on the Wolves. So much yeah, drama. Um, I love it though. I'm here for it. 10, I'll say um, I'm gonna go Denver number one, like we talked about. Um, I think Mike Mullen's gonna be coach of the year. 
really like Murray, Jokic. They just gel well, uh, well together, MPJ. Um, I'm going to go Clippers at two just because I think um, I think Paul George is going to have a better season. I, people are down on, on Pandemic P, but I think he's going to try and prove something uh, this season, maybe. Maybe not, maybe not in the playoffs, but uh, I think he's gonna have a better season. Big shot, P. Um, I'm gonna go Lakers at three, just because I think they had such a short off season, and I think LeBron and AD are gonna rest a lot. Nothing to discredit what they're gonna do in the playoffs, but I just don't know if they'll be that great in the regular season. Um, and then I'm gonna go uh, Dallas at four, um, just because I'm really high on Luca and Porzingis coming back healthy. Uh, Carlisle, like we discussed, very good coach. Um, I'm going to go, uh, jazz at five. Um, Donovan Mitchell continues to get better. Um, I think he's at fringe dark horse, whatever you want to call it. Uh, mm-hmm. MVP candidate, um, had a really good playoff run as well. Um, I'm going to go trailblazers at six, just cause I, I love Dame. Um, it, it hurts me every season because they just, they look so good at times, but they just can never figure it out in the end. Um, but they, they've kept most of the roster. they, Dame is still Dame. Um, mm-hmm. He's just insane. McCollum's a great um, two. So I, I just like their team a lot. Um, and then seven, I'm going to go with the Suns. Um, I forgot. Uh, sorry. Who's their coach again? Yeah, Monty Williams. We talked about him. I think he's a really good coach. Also, adding, Williams. Uh, Chris Paul. I mean, just a phenomenal guy. He, you saw what he did last year with that young OKC team. He like willed that team through the playoffs, so I think he'll he'll get them there. Um, let, oh, yeah. let me tell you, Carlos, I w- I hated Chris Paul on the Rockets. I fucking hated that guy. I-, I thought he was a piece of shit, but now I seeing what he did for the Thunder and his his what he did for the younger guys. I have early <laughs> onset CPS, early onset Chris Paul syndrome. I I, I like it. I think I, I think he's gonna take him to the fucking playoffs, and the Suns are gonna be fucking interesting again. Yeah, they're gonna, be, they're gonna be they're gonna fucking Suns games. And Devin Booker's gonna develop really well next to him too. Oh, also, I've staged, uh, I've, you know, I've staged three DBS. <laughs> Devin Booker syndrome. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. And not Roy. They got a fun but... roster this year. Yeah, that's a good that's a good roster. They Jay Crowder's the tough guy, tough wing they have. Uh, yeah, I'm going to so go with be, the safe pick. Be interesting. Uh, the so who's going to come out of the West Coast? I just think they added the depth. They have it. They have MVP, yeah. LeBron, and MVP, AD. Um, and I think they're going to win it all again just because they're so deep. Um, Lakers, mm-hmm. Lakers, uh, Nets for me in the finals. And I think Lakers, LeBron's going to get number five. Yep, I agree. I, I think Lakers are going to win too. Okay, so that's pretty similar to you guys. Uh, obviously, Nuggets number one. I uh, love that team. If, MP, if MPJ can at least be a candidate for most improved player of the year, that roster is going to be um, quite a lot better than last year, um, even though they were quite amazing last year. Number two, this one's hard for me. I, I, I feel like the Clippers and the Lakers are going to drop a little bit, especially the Lakers. They really have no reason to even try yeah. to get the one seed. That's a playoff team. Uh, if they make the playoffs, they're chilling. Um, kind of same with the Clippers. They're going to, they, you know, Kawhi gets historically rested a lot. Um, mm-hmm. Teams that are going to want to jump and try to get high in those, in those uh, seedings are the Mavericks, who yep. Chris Dobbs can come back early. 
and play well, and Luca can accelerate at the rapid rate that he has been, mm-hmm. that team is dangerous. So I'm thinking what happens is Nuggets number one, mm. Clippers number two, Mavericks Love number it. three. Wow, they're going to surprise people this year. Uh, Lakers number four, nothing against them, just they don't need it. They're not going to try for it. They're going to rest their guys for the playoffs. Um, wow. And then here I have the Suns coming up a little bit far. Uh, that team, I think, I mean, we talked about it just a second ago. They're dangerous. They're young. Aiton stays healthy. They can make a huge jump um, this year. Jazz um, are going to compete for that spot pretty equally, especially with Rudy coming off his big contract. He's not going to get any worse this year. <laughs> I think think we can all agree upon that. Um, have him in fantasy. Need it. He he holds the fort down. Do you have him, do you have him in the categories league or the points league? Point points league. Okay, that's nice. Um, and then I think Golden State and Portland are both going to be competing for. Uh, did I skip somebody? No, for the seventh and eighth spots. Um, you can't forget about Golden State. I mean, Steph Curry can can bring his team pretty damn far. Uh, he's a god. Um, he's already looked like a god in the preseason, per usual. Um, if Wiggins can play well this year, if Ubre can play well this year, uh, and Dude, Clay, and Clay I think Warriors and Fuck the me. Wiseman and Wiseman, like if he's actually Rookie of the Year candidate, that team's or that team honestly can still be very good without without Clay. I don't know. I, I know Draymond's not playing tonight. I don't know if he's injured like kind of long term, but um, yeah, I think they're definitely still a candidate for a well-seated playoff spot um in terms of falling right outside of the top eight um Timberwolves I think really do have a good shot they're they're like the youngest team in the league but they're they're improving they have guys that really want to win and um are already setting expectations for them we have two guys who are trying to make defense um defensive first or second team this year have already publicly said that's their goal this season and being that their biggest downfall is obviously the defense. They have they have it covered in the offensive side. If they can just lock down uh, defense a little bit, I think they will rapidly um, rise in those rankings. And then so, I, so Malik, Be- Malik, Malik Beasley said it. Who else? <laughs> uh, Anthony Edwards said it. Oh wow! Okay. Isn't that exciting? Nice. Yeah. That is that. Hey, he 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 better say something like that after he would rather play fucking football, dude. I. You know, we we had our last podcast. I talked about him. I have forgotten all about that. He has he has won fans over over the last couple of weeks. Not not just in his playoff or not just in his preseason play, but like his mm-hmm. he's so good in front of the press. <laughs> he made a TikTok. Mm-hmm. He's connecting to his fans. Like he is hyped. He's excited. He's like all over social media. I think he's like I think people are, have already forgotten about that whole football thing. Good. That's that's. I'm, I'm happy. For I love that are. for him. I I hope he can at least be a candidate for rookie of the year this year. Good. That's. I just viewers. I'm sorry. I I'm in off my game. I forgot about the Warriors and taking the Suns out. So, so my early onset CPS. It's it's still early onset. I, it's not stage one yet. I, I have chronic Steph Curry syndrome. So I'm putting the Warriors <laughs> in my playoffs. Sorry. Forgot about them. Good point, Jr. Again. Thank you. So did you have? Uh, Who'd you have in the championship again? Um, I think it very well could be the Nuggets this year, but they're going to have to compete really hard with the Lakers and the Clippers, obviously. I mean, it's it's so hard to tell. Um, I think I think the Nuggets do have a, a really good shot. You saw how well Jamal Murray was playing last year. 
You know what Jokic is capable of. You know what FPJ's ceiling looks like this year. Um, they have the tools to make it to the finals. I think if LeBron de- um, decreases in his play a little bit this year, which wouldn't be surprised, he's getting pretty old. Um, that would make it a little bit more likely for them. We'll see how LeBron plays. I mean, obviously, I think he's still going to be amazing, but I don't know. It's yeah. hard to say. I would love to see. I would love, love, love to see the Nuggets come out uh, victorious. Yeah. We'll see. I, I think it's just. I think it's something different. Like, yeah. That's oh why yeah. I, I agree with you there. I mean, imagine if it was a Nuggets think... Nets championship. That'd be so fun. Yeah. The world would love it. I, I think it, I want to see some new younger players in the in, in the prime time spotlight. You know yeah, what I mean? Like, I need to see that's it. why I want to see Embiid and Simmons in there just to see what would happen. Kind of like when the Thunder. When they had like Harden, Westbrook, and Durant, obviously yeah, the thing with the Nuggets good, though, like, um, in that spot, did cool they add anyone in free yeah. agency? I know they lost some um, key guys. Obviously, I know um, they lost Jeremy Grant and Mason Plumlee to the Pistons. Not like big names, but definitely key, uh, you know, role players that I'm sure always contributed on that team. So I wonder if that'll impact them at all, especially Jeremy Grant coming off the bench. Yeah, I don't. I, I don't know if they added anyone, but they they definitely have guys that could take the next step. Um, so maybe that's what they're thinking about Porter Junior. Yeah. Um, to to take yeah, more responsibility. Um, they also got whatever uh, to Will Barton. He like, was hurt last pick. year. He might probably be back, right? I love that mm-hmm. pick. Okay. Yeah, RJ Hampton's gonna be good. Mm-hmm. They got a lot of cool guys. They got Bull oh, Bull. Yeah. They got Marcus Howard. Really that's guy. relevant to the, the podcasters who all went to Marquette or go to Marquette. So that's big. Um, yep. So um, that's also good analysis as well, Carlos. Um, but to, before we all go, before we wrap up the pod, I do want to say this. Our, our guy, Dr. Locks, Tony Berrios, was not with us today. didn't give us his picks. But this is just me. Tell me if you agree or not. Lakers on ESPN opened up as two and a half point favorites against the Clippers today. I think I'm going to hammer Clippers to cover. I think, I think they're going to watch that ring ceremony, get pissed off. And then they're going to regular season game. Two and a half. Blow wow. the top off right away. Yeah. I didn't know if that was the spread. I kind of like that. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Well, um, thank you guys again for being on the pod. It's always great having you guys. I want you guys to go watch. Be able and you to know, watch the next, and you just know that um, JR speaking of which, just tipped off tomorrow evening on the TV right now. With the marquee matchup: yep, so. the Detroit Pistons versus the Minnesota Timberwolves. That is the game to watch tomorrow, everybody. Check yes. it out. Yeah, we get. Um, <laughs> yeah, so we'll, we'll we could also do a. Uh, a pot on that after that game, <laughs> That'd be great. something like that. Might maybe do a to. live, maybe do a live stream, or unless you guys are super focused on the game. Um, My eyes will do, be glued uh, on the TV. Yeah, we could do a pot after oh, yeah. doing the analysis after the game. Uh, it would be fun to get you guys live live feelings right after it. Thanks but, for having um, us. Yeah, so thanks again, guys, for being on the pod. It's always great having my NBA analysts on here with me. Um, Season's back. Yep, no NBA problem. You guys back. bring great energy. So go ahead and watch thanks, that guys. game, and we'll be back on soon. Thanks, Bye. Jer. Thanks, Carlos.